Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Good Dollar, the world's first digital basic income. Good Dollar is a digital coin and wallet that allows you to receive free digital basic income with real monetary value straight to your phone. Using new financial innovations, Good Dollar creates a sustainable money flow that enables any human alive to receive and support a small daily digital income. No governments, no gimmicks, and no more waiting. For more information, please go to gooddollar.org. Again, that's gooddollar.org. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a really special guest all the way out in Tel Aviv, Israel, working on a really cool project that I'm excited to learn more about. We have Anna. how are you doing today? I'm great, Richard. How are you? Happy to be here with you in the cryptocurrency community. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, excited to spend some time with you. Really excited to learn more about Good Dollar and everything you have going on with that. Before we dive into that, please tell us a little bit of background about yourself. Sure, Richard. I'd say I'm both a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker first and foremost, which means that I'm both an idealist about how amazing the world can be, but also a realist that's living in the harsh realities very much informs my professional background. I actually started my career working in low-income consumer finance, some of the world's largest nonprofits, the Clinton Foundation, Save the Children. Saw very early on that nonprofits alone would not solve challenges that we as a society face, such as inequality or hunger or health disparities, and moved my career into business. My second degrees are in global political economy and business. So I've always been someone who's interested in looking at the big picture and solving the biggest challenges of our time. Worked in technology for the past 10 years. Most of it spent in enterprise, selling software to executives. And somewhere around the 2017 I read about Bitcoin and Ethereum along with a number of other people during that period of time, and I couldn't unsee it. I felt like I had come home to roost in terms of this new market sector being the future of finance and through these different types of technologies, potentially, if we design it, a pathway to a better financial future. It's amazing your, your background and just like the genuine care. I can just already hear from you of like, one, working in equitable places where you have the well-being of others put in front, right? And, and wanting to create a more equitable world around you. And one of the things that, you know, even before we, we started this uh, interview, we talked about was the purpose of UBI. I think one of the driving forces behind Good Dollar is this, you know, understanding of universal basic income. Can you kind of spend a little time expanding upon that? First of all, universal basic income, popularly paraphrased as UBI, is not a new idea. It's an idea that's it's a policy proposal. It's been around since uh, the 1700s. And it's the idea that every person on an individual level should have some sense of financial security, 
right? So that every single person just for being alive has basic economic assets upon which to build their life and build their future. Those of you guys who listen to this podcast, Andrew Yang was a Democratic presidential candidate in the run for 2020. He popularized UBI very much during the course of his campaign. He became very well known for his policy of $1,000 a day. But we've also seen, but since that period of time, especially with the fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic, we've actually seen universal basic income move from a fringe, idealistic, utopian concept into an actual policy proposal that's being taken seriously by a number of different national governments. Actually, over the course of the year, we've seen at least 20 different countries begin to discuss implementing a universal basic income policy in a real concrete way. Whether that happens remains to be seen, but certainly the idea is that every person should have some fundamental assets that are given to them in the form of cash, unconditioned by their age, sex, employment status, religion, et cetera, upon which to cover their basic needs, have some sense of financial well-being to stand on, and from that baseline level of living, grow into being the person that they want to be. And that's really interesting, especially what you're saying with the timing of everything. I mean, I think COVID has definitely shined a giant light on a potential need for this and for people to be able to protect themselves in the event that they can no longer work, not because of not wanting to or not being able to, but just the need of safety and of following local protocols. And so, you know, as we look at Good Dollar and, you know, as we begin to talk about that a little bit more, was it created with UBI as the focus, or is that one of the components of it? Like, tell us a little bit more about Good Dollar and, and what y'all are doing with this project. Sure. So it's a great question. I would say Good Dollar is a foundation, and the protocol that we've pulled together is really based off of this core idea inspired by the philosophy of UBI, which is that every single person deserves basic economic assets. They deserve a chance to play the game. Okay. Not everyone gets to be a millionaire. Not everyone gets to be a billionaire. That's not the rules of engagement or the goal of the policy. It's actually that every single person deserves a shot to get up at that. Right. So that's, that's very much at the core of what the Good Dollar Foundation is about and the protocol that we've pulled together. Now, the Goal here is actually to update this concept of UBI for a fully global digital world, right? And so what we're talking about is a decentralized basic income network that is powered by its members, that it's market incentivized, okay? So it brings in capital and rewards capital and therefore creates a global basic income network that constantly incentivizes new members to join while also producing distributions of money for its members and for its users, okay? Gotcha. So the idea is actually we're, a non, we're focused off of building a people-powered basic income system, okay, that mm-hmm. is 
not waiting for governments. It's not bound by nation states, but rather is showing the power of the collective of us as individuals or as companies, but really based on a human level to create a system that gives money to every human being with a cell phone. And that's really the foundation behind what we've done. Good Dollar itself is a financial model that creates a way to pay for basic income. It's a crypto asset that we distribute every day. We also have a few other software components that make it easy and friendly to access the smart contracts of the protocol. But at the end of the day, it's focused off of providing every human being with a cell phone, some amount of daily digital income. We distribute it daily, but that's the core principle behind it. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. And the place where I want to start is, you know, walk me through. I am a listener of this podcast today, and I want to receive some of this income, right? So walk me through the steps of how I get involved on Good Dollar and can start to receive some of this. We want to give a quick shout out to our platinum sponsor, Emirate, where you can become part of the world's fastest growing IoT wireless network. You can earn up to $25 or more a month by getting a free cool spot today. What is a cool spot, you may ask? Well, it's just like a Wi-Fi hotspot that you use to connect your devices, except you earn Helium HNT every time it is used. How can you earn from this? HNT is your reward for hosting and being an active, valuable participant in the Helium network. How secure is your cool spot? It has end-to-end encryption and it is used to secure your device and to ensure your privacy on multiple layers. Go to our show notes or go to our website to click the link to get your cool spot delivered to you for free today. First of all, to get started, it's really simple. Go to wallet.gooddollar.org. And from there, you begin your sign-up process to create your wallet from within which you can send and receive good dollars, but most importantly, where you receive your daily digital income distribution. One of the cool things we've done with our wallet is that, first of all, we've designed it for non-technical, non-blockchain, non-crypto people, which means that it integrates with a Google login, it integrates with your Facebook login, We've tried to make it as simple as possible to really smooth that onboarding challenge of people who are immediately turned off by the need to basically store 12 words, manage a private key, aren't necessarily prepared to face all of the challenges that come with the on-chain blockchain experience, right? right? But when you actually go through, you create your wallet, and then what one of the things we'll ask you to do is actually our non-KYC identity verification. So the goal here is we're giving out free money. We need to reduce fraud and spam in the system. We can't have the same person coming on and creating 50 or 500 accounts, right? So what we've done in order to overcome this is we actually ask people to take a short video of their face so that we can confirm that you're a unique user within our system. I'll take this opportunity to clear up a common misconception, which is that if you're getting a service for free, you are the product, right? So this is a 
very, and it's very natural that people feel this way. They're naturally skeptical when a product asks you to take a video or take a photo of your, of your face, it's because we believe that then that data is being sold. I'll tell you in, their, in the perspective of good dollar, it's actually just so that we can ensure that we don't have multiple people claiming multiple incomes. It's to ensure the fairness of the system. And we don't store your face. The reason why we've done it this way is because we're, as good dollar is trying to solve for financial inclusion. We're trying to solve for people that don't have traditional bank accounts. So obviously, the process of KYC in and of itself is exclusive. It's exclusive to people who don't have digital identity, who don't have bills, who don't have those conventional markers of what qualifies as identification that's sufficient for a financial institution. So we've deliberately taken a path that solves for this, that allows for people who have a smartphone with a camera to essentially access our system, claim the digital income, create their wallet. And from there, you'll get into the good dollar wallet. You'll see all the people there. You'll have access to our global marketplaces. You'll be able to send, receive, and really experience the wonders of digital currency where without having to buy in or take a real risk. You'll be in your good dollar wallet claiming free money every day, beginning to explore the good dollar community, which provides the places of where and how you can spend it. And joining over 60,000 people from over 180 countries that are the beginning stages of our growing, beautiful global community here. And that's awesome. And there's two directions I want to bring this in in a moment. I want to start with of the 60,000 people that have been able to come on, can you give us a case study or a, a person who was able to come on, utilize this, and the results of them being able to have access to this income to now go and make purchases that have been very helpful for them? Sure. So I'll actually share with you two examples. One is more traditional entrepreneurship, I would say. So using Good Dollar as a, as a tool that helps him further his efforts. So we have one community member who, I won't reveal his name because he's a little private. He's a, a, budding, a budding Web3 entrepreneur, okay? And he's looking for a range of ways that he can both bring people into his business, which is focused on peer-to-peer services, while also growing his brand, et cetera. So one of the cool things that he's done is he's actually used Good Dollar as a tool to further his other initiatives, okay? So he's been using Good Dollars basically to incentivize participation in his contest. He's been using Good Dollar to, he's created a new gift card business around Good Dollars. He's trying out a few other new products, um, I think specifically for developers. So he's a great example of actually, once we lower the barriers to entry of what's required to experiment, how can we create value, right? Right. So this this is an amazing example. I think an amazing example of just how innovative people can be when you give them a relatively low risk way to experiment. Right. So this guy actually is working on around three different businesses right now. He's using Good Dollar as a tool that's helping him kickstart them. So it's not that necessarily Good Dollar is his direct revenue source. Right. It's that Good Dollar is a tool that he's using in order to further promote what does give him revenue. Right. 
So I think this is a, a fascinating example of how a digital income coin is used to actually promote more economic activity than just the basic needs itself, right? right? So that's one use case that I love that shows the potential of, we talk a lot in the crypto space about money as a tool, money as a tool. Well, here's actually an example where money works as a tool because it's not money that he's paying cash outright for, right? Until you yeah. so... So I love that. The other interesting example case study that's actually coming from a local case study here in Israel this week is I just heard about a few days ago is a social entrepreneur who works for a, a soup kitchen for homeless people. Okay. And he's actually used Good Dollar in a similar way, which is that first of all, he opened a Good Dollar wallet on behalf of his on behalf of this organization. So every day he created he created a wallet. He's active in the Bitcoin community here. He heard about us. Started to claim good dollars every day on the behalf of the soup kitchen, right? With the intention of donating it to them at one day. Lo and behold, he creates a Facebook post that says, hey, I'm doing this, collecting on behalf of the soup kitchen. Anyone else is interested, let me know. He managed to raise hundreds of thousands of good dollars. Good dollars are not equal to $1, okay? So yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars. But he managed to raise hundreds of thousands of good dollars from members of the good dollar community that he's never met, will never meet, are globally, but really just for people who are inspired by his effort, his innovation, his passion, and his desire to do something good. So not only was he able to source donations from globally, but in addition to that, so many people have been moved by his story that now he's actually raising local funds in fiat currency with his story of how he used good dollar. So I think these are really just, these aren't necessarily examples of I took my good dollars and I used it to buy food, although we do have a few stories like that. But I think these are the really interesting use cases that show what's possible when you throw something out into the world and you really give the masses an opportunity to experiment and use good dollar as a tool to further their own economic activities. And for each one of us, that's different. And that's really the idea behind cash and the flexibility of basic income in the first place. For sure. You know, the word that keeps just coming in my head. And first of all, two great use cases. Wow. Like great stories. Definitely can connect with both of those. But innovation, the word innovation just keeps coming in my head. And when you think about what does it take to innovate, usually it's capital. Usually it's access to capital and having a way to use that resource to further the innovative ways that you can create opportunity. And, you know, th this good dollars is already showing different ways that it's allowing people to innovate and create new opportunities within their own ecosystems. And something that I want to focus on really quickly is something that we had in the, the, when we first began talking before we got on the show about how Good Dollar is philanthropically based, right? So like a true nonprofit organization. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Sure. So Good Dollar is both a foundation and a protocol, but I want to point out that Good Dollar Foundation is not financed at all by the protocol. The Good Dollar nonprofit is sponsored by eToro.com. eToro is one of the largest capital markets platforms, extremely uh, popular in Europe. 
has crypto trading in the US and uh, Asia, over 17 million users globally. And we share the same founder, uh, Yoni Asia. So Yoni has always been driven by a vision to really enable and teach people how to invest and access capital markets. I almost said the term democratizing finance, but that's gotten a really bad rap from Robinhood over the past 24 hours or so. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't say that. I would say the the focus is really about how do we onboard people into capital markets? How do we educate people about stocks? How do we give them, I said stocks, but I mean stocks and all new emerging digital assets. And how do we actually start to solve for financial inclusion by actually solving for financial literacy and financial access? And so Good Dollar, I would say, is the is really the social good nonprofit arm of that mission. We're funded fully by donations. And I think a project like this, which is purely philanthropic in nature, can only exist because of this structure. I will say that what sets the Good Dollar Foundation and the Good Dollar Protocol apart, however, is the protocol model that actually backs the currency is focused off of a non-donation non-philanthropic model to doing social impact, right? So the idea is actually how can we incentivize capital continuously to fund and fuel this system in a way that continues to scale. So the foundation, so, so it's interesting because the protocol is all about sustainability, but the foundation and the nonprofit itself is 100% funded by donations, which I believe sets us apart from a lot of other crypto projects in this space and also frees us to really think about, okay, how can we use this new exploding space of DeFi, not just to do good for me and my business and do it before there's a huge crash, but actually how can I leverage these tools and this amazing DeFi infrastructure in a way that produces more good for more people through tinkering with these money pipes. Right, and you know, you, you brought up the buzzword, of course, of DeFi, but I think it's really cool the fact that you're able to use a true nonprofit structure that raises the money to to fuel your protocol, but, but then utilizing a cool thing such as DeFi to innovate and show these people who download your wallet and use your infrastructure to be able to keep innovating and, and doing all the things that you've laid out for us today. So, you know, I think this is a really cool project for everyone listening. Like, was said, go and download the wallet, check it out, uh, look at the marketplace, see different ways that you'd be able to get your good dollars and use them for various causes or for for what have you. But it's pretty straightforward way to get it done. I think it'd be really, I, I personally am going to go download this and use this and, and see all the various ways I can start getting involved. It's, I think what's also great is that, you know, you have what, 60,000 users over 180 countries, and I'm sure that's going to continue to grow and multiply. So Getting another one definitely today out of me, but looking forward to seeing how this is going to keep expanding, you know, and what what is kind of on the roadmap for how this is going to continue to grow as we go into 2021 and beyond. Our goal, in, and I won't be shy about this, is to reach a million users over the next year. And so our focus is actually all about how do we continue to improve our incentive experience and our onboarding experience to accomplish that goal. This next week, we're going to be releasing referral bonuses. So every member who invites a friend will uh, get rewarded for that. 
But most critically, we're going to be re- releasing the core elements of the protocol that make it few, like truly community-led and community-governed. So over the next six months, we're going to be releasing our governance model. And based off of that, we're going to be releasing a lot of the really interesting features and capabilities that enable us to really scale the capital and the protocol. For those of you who are interested in staking, we're using some elements of staking models as well as spanning the number of places where you can access good dollars, use good dollars, and a bunch of other community stuff. So we're going, we're going for huge user numbers. And I think really proving, continuing to prove out the concept, continuing to prove out that using this model provides income sustainably for more people. Right. No, that's great. And I mean, I'm excited for your roadmap. I think it is something worth watching and seeing how this continues to expand into all the new features that you just even brought up for more ways that this can be utilized. I think it's really exciting. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how all that goes. But thanks for sharing a lot of that with us. I kind of want to go just in a quick different direction really fast, just because I think it's very topical for everything that's going on. With everything that has happened in this past week uh, with Robin Hood fiasco and To the Moon for GameStop, AMC, all these other ones that kind of got shut down and everything else, and how that relates back over to crypto, I think that we're looking at a current environment where cryptocurrency continues to prove how it is going to be needed in the future and and how it truly gives power to the people and doesn't necessarily just keep the power to the people up top. Can you kind of speak to how, you know, anything that you're seeing kind of in this market or, or, or things that you think people should be looking out for in response to what has kind of just happened? Sure. So I think that the interesting thing is that the media and the general financial press's shock at what's happened regarding GameStop shows that they haven't been following crypto. Each and every one of us who have been working in this space knows that retail movements move a market and people have the ability to organize in a decentralized way in unison to actually instrument major shifts. So I think it's less about what does GameStop teach us about trends in the market and more looking from the other side around, which is for those of us who have been working in decentralized finance or cryptocurrencies or watching decentralized movements in this space and the ability for people to collectively organize and really vote with their funds is not a new concept. And rather, it's one that we're quite familiar with And I think we're actually on the verge of what will be a massive implosion point when these two forces really start to pick up more steam than they have already and really continue to collide. You know, we talk a lot about 2020 as the year of the rise of the retail investor. It's going to be remembered in the books as such. I think as the movement of retail investors, and not just investors, human beings, people, citizens, continue to learn more and more about money, the printing of money, the asset distribution, who actually benefits from stock market trading, etc. We have people asking more and more questions than ever before about our money supply who controls it, and who gets to write the rules of the game. And so I think we're just 
you know, 2021 is going to be another crazy year for those of us who are really working at the forefront of this, of these industries. It's an exciting time to work in this space and to be alive. And I think we have a little bit of a preview into what's to come. I agree. Uh, you know, I think you made a lot of great points there. You know, one being that the power of the people to be decentralized and organized and move quickly is unprecedented, right? And just access to knowledge is people have access. Now that you, most people have phones, you know, and you have internet, you can literally go look up anything that you want to. And that, from a financial standpoint, is really making people wake up because before the knowledge was privileged and it was only for the wealthy and, and people who could afford to get it. Now it's, if you want it, you can receive it. And it's pretty much being shared at you at such a fast rate. And, and, and people are, are, are so open to learning about this now as the hot topic or, or what have you, because a lot of people are sitting at home with time. People have time right now and are just diving deep and truly trying to ask more questions. Like you said, pull back the layers and, and figure out like, oh no, like this needs to change and get coming together to make it happen. You know, it's the perfect storm. And the cat's out of the bag. You know, you have Marco Rubio, who's a known billionaire, tweeting about how investors would have been better off putting their money into some of the new DeFi innovations where at least they own the returns versus, say, trading equities on Robinhood. You know, it's not as if I think the rate of adoption in some of these key financial products, especially those who have really put user experience and user security at the forefront are about to experience a real customer run. It could be one of the major mass adoption tipping points that we've been waiting for for years now. Right. And I think, I think it's all possible. Yeah, I agree. And I think that 2021 is looking more and more exciting for the crypto landscape. And Anna, I really do appreciate you spending some time with us, dropping all this knowledge and sharing everything that you have today. What is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here listening today? I would say that the same wealth inequality that we see in the current financial system that we find distasteful may repeat itself in our new precious digital asset world unless we design to solve for it. And that's my, my parting words for your esteemed community is that if we actually want to solve for financial inclusion, we can. It's a problem that we need to get smart and design for. Very excited to build impact-oriented solutions like this in a decentralized world where you can participate, I can participate. Each and every one of your users on this podcast can play an active role in building that freer, fairer financial future we all want to see happen. Awesome. Beautiful way to end it. I don't want to add anything to that. You know, what are some ways that people can learn more about you and can learn more about everything that is going on? Sure. So for those of you guys who are interested to learn more about anything with Good Dollar, UBI, sign up, get your wallet, learn more about how you can support the project, go to gooddollar.org. Those of you who are looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at The Real Stone or on my LinkedIn, Anna Stone. Well, I appreciate you again and everyone listening today. Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. 
we want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from A. Bryant 41. You can tell that Richard has a passion for connecting the unknown to the listener. He makes crypto a lot easier to comprehend. It's one thing to know what crypto is, but to understand is what the podcast has helped me to do. Love it. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, you asked and we delivered. We have received multiple requests for access to cool crypto and blockchain projects that you could use immediately. Well, we have recently launched our partnerships page. If you go to our website and go to the partnerships tab, you'll be able to see multiple companies that have partnered with us to not only give you access to the cool products that they have to offer, but then also give you cool discounts to get started today. So please go to our website, go to the partnerships tab and check out the various partners that we have today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.com. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Crypto Current with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Please use the exits.